to give back to our community. We were talking to Justin Lofton, and Justin Lofton is uh, the uh, runner. Don't, uh, and you never tell, can't tell what election uh, comes out to be, but he's a young man coming in, uh, running against the heart to remove uh, Taswell Bowski. He's been in the office over uh, about 25, 24, 24. 20, 24 years. And to go up against an incumbent got 24 years uh, would be kind of scary to me. You know, you're not scared. <laughs> you know, when you get ready to run for office, it's one of those things you have to sit with. And mm-hmm. you got to pray on, you got to talk to your family because so much scrutiny comes along with the mm-hmm. the run in itself. Yeah. But... You know, I wasn't planning to run against Mr. Bowski. I remember mm-hmm. in 2019, uh, Mr. Bowski stood before a campaign event and said he just needed four more years and he wasn't running again. Mm-hmm. Many people in our community remember these statements, whether mm-hmm. they were in private or public. Yeah. And so here I am, three years later, three and a half years later, running with no thought in my mind that he would be in the race at all. So you really didn't, uh, you, you, you kind of, as a young man, you kind of looked up to him and, yes, and didn't, didn't want to uh, run against him, but yes. you didn't really know until you had um, uh, did your thing uh, yeah. for his running. Yeah. And that's good to know. But, uh, but to that point, had already qualified, called him on the phone and asked him, I, I heard that you weren't running. You said it four years ago that you weren't. I would love to have your support for you to be able to guide me, chaperone me, really kind of show me the ropes a little bit, if you would. And he, at that point, that's when I kind of found out, he was like, well, no, I, I said that, but I, I, I'm i gonna do one more term. And, you know, and that's where the kind of confusion came from. So that's interesting. Uh, the, uh, our listeners would uh, love to uh, uh, know this. And uh, this will be uh, on the morning show tomorrow morning for those who didn't, um, ain't tune in uh, today a lot of them then we'll play it on the tonight uh, show also uh, because you are a very popular man uh, you got a lot of uh, promise uh, to the uh, community and a lot of people were saying like who is this guy I mean because they used to uh, vote in uh, Taz Webowski, uh I think according to the way the ballots are set up uh, Bowski will appear on the ballot first, yes, and that's scary because the incumbent is also the incumbent. Uh, um, so that means that makes the row a little harder to hold for you. Um, but I see your people out there; you are everywhere, and uh, it's an interesting race as well as uh, Devontae Johnson. Uh, um, uh, are you afraid of Devante? He's well known in the uh, community. Uh, he used to be with the city city council. One would say he had some experience by being on the uh, uh, city council. Um, um, you are not fearing him either. Let me tell you, I'm not afraid of any of my opponents. What I am afraid of is the condition of our communities. Okay, let's talk about the condition of our communities. Uh, I mean, uh, what do you bring to the table, uh, Justin? I mean, the first thing that you would do, let's just say you got elected, what would be the first thing you would change? We have got to have a solid strategic plan for our county. 
that's got to be in concert with working with our municipalities and our towns and cities as well. Keep and, going. And so if we have a strategy, if we have some goals we can figure out how we want to appropriate or prioritize where our spending goes. We can be able to allocate some things and bring in partners in the process. Because mm -hmm. what happens in government, government is a collective process where elected leaders go to the table to build relationships to bring in resources. Yeah. And so when you ask what I want to do, it's a strategic plan because right now there are billions of dollars worth of resources that we can't tap into because we're so touch and go. There's mm. no five years out, 10 years out. It's day by day, yay or nay. Mm. These campaigns, uh, you're so uh, uh, sensitive, to, sensitive to your community. Uh, you know, as a Democrat, it's hard uh, because most uh, candidates have to uh, put their uh, campaigns out of their own pocket. And this is one thing I don't like because you're representing our community, our people. And that's why I think it's imperative that we get in here with the churches and um, get in tune with these uh, platforms. What do you, what does your platform read? Uh, how, what can you state your? So the first one, because violent crime is a huge issue. That's number one. We've got to be able to tackle that. We've got to be able to bring the resources in to come up with innovations and strategies to deal with crime, to make our people and our communities feel safe to live, play, thrive, and work. The second thing that we've got to do is focus on investing in our roads and bridges. Right now, you can't drive a quarter mile, probably less than that, down a road without, without having to tear your tire up on your car. Yes. These are expenses that voters and citizens are having to incur because of a lack of maintenance. And so one of those things is a part of my strategy is making sure that I'm a leader that files every road inventory report. Our current leader didn't do that. Four years are missing from that. And we know that our roads are just like cars. If you don't maintain them, they deteriorate and they tear down. And that's why we're at where we're at. And the final thing, which is in my top three of my platform, is going to be economic development. We've got too many families right here in Pike County having to work twice as hard for twice as less. And we have a county that says that they're invested in economic development, but aren't doing their part to grow the economy. We have something called the CHIPS Act. The Biden Congress just passed it, I think, mm -hmm. want to say here in 2022, 2023. Yes. Billions of dollars invested for areas just like ours. Who's writing the, the, the proposal to bring that free money down here so mm -hmm. that we can help the 800 people who are unemployed get a job that's going to pay them 20 or $30 an hour where they can spend more time with their family, enjoy their kids, and be at home more like parents and families want to do? That's what my platform is. It's about making Pike County work for every single citizen, not just the mm -hmm. ones in District 1, mm -hmm. but for every citizen right here in Pike County. You, uh, uh, what are your top, uh, 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 we've discussed that, uh, your last statement about the crimes and uh, uh, the roads. Uh, that would be to answer what are your top platform issues. Uh, so you've already stated that. What sets you aside uh, from uh, your two opponents? Start off with Devontae Johnson. He's the smallest one. Huh? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. You know, I have equal respect for both of my opponents. Well, I'm, I'm talking about inside. I oh, call yeah, inside, my little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does yeah. have a, a smaller stature. Uh, yeah. Then it'd be me and then Mr. Baskey. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, 
when it comes to Devontae Johnson, he was the youngest person ever elected to the city council as a selectman here in Macomb mm -hmm. Ward 3. You know, I think at that time he won in a close race, maybe it was like six or seven votes or so. Um, he had his opportunity, went before the city of Macomb to serve and was voted out when it came back to the 2022 election. So I think that was, you know, voters speaking about what they wanted and they spoke to his track record. And I mm -hmm. think by almost 70 percent, if I'm not mistaken, he was voted out of office. Mm -hmm. So I think that speaks to his track record. When you talk about uh, Mr. On the other hand, 24 years of experience, been in public service all his life, you know, great foundation. He's done some good things for our community. But as you noticed, as we go throughout, his track record record begins to speak for itself. Regardless of the issues he's having down at the county, the roads still are not in better condition. Crime is still not something that's been resolved. In fact, they're hardly ever talking about it when you go to the meetings down there. Okay. Our jail is still stealing from taxpayers because it costs seventy-five to two hundred dollars per day to detain someone down there. That's seventy-five to two hundred dollars per day, day per person. It's mm, a lot of money. A lot of money. They can be invested back into our communities, but mm -hmm. instead we want to incarcerate nonviolent offenders for simple marijuana possession charges instead of looking at alternative options that cost taxpayers less. You still have a lack of opportunities for our young people and the ones that exist, parents can't afford it because mm -hmm. they're scraping out of the couches from the sofas, not literally, but they're scraping trying to find money to take care of their families and that extra $50 registration for their child to participate in the event or that game or sport, they can't do it because they mm -hmm. can't afford it. This is simply the reality mm -hmm. of the voters in our community. Not everybody, mm -hmm. but it's the reality. And so when I think about what's the difference between the two mm -hmm. of my opponents and I, is that I'm a person who spent the last four years working with those, our state representatives in the state legislature to pass legislation like uh, ex the expansion of, extension of postpartum care. Uh, from on Medicaid pieces. Yes. I'm, the, I'm the person who has worked with these lawmakers when it came down to the flag to do research. I'm the one who's worked with these lawmakers when it came down to putting money down here for infrastructure work, for purchasing mm -hmm. a fire truck. So the difference is, is that I have a track record of getting things done in the background by helping those who they've already elected to be in office. All I'm trying to do is take that background knowledge and put it to the front because I believe that my, my community has invested in me mm -hmm. to get me where I am today. Mm -hmm. And so it's only my right and my responsibility to come back and help everybody else around me and use my skills and talent. You remind me of Ty Pickens. Uh... He was down uh, at the uh, Algiers uh, Democratic uh, uh, Party meeting uh, from uh, a couple of nights ago, and um, uh, he set it on fire. And uh, your speech uh, is very, very uh, uh, positive, and um, I'm thinking that uh, you are going to make this race a very interesting race. Uh, um, and uh, removing uh, Mr. Tazwell Boskett, 20 years, um, uh, these voters, they have the opportunity to go out and make their choice. Um, um, what do, before I get off on uh, a few other issues, um, what should the um, people vote for you at this time? Uh, just straight up. Uh, why should y'all not vote for <laughs> 
Bowski or Devante, why should they vote for Mr. Lofton? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of young people respect you, man. Uh, uh, and you're cool with me. And um, why should they vote for you? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is that there's this quote that's out there that says, if a picture is worth a thousand words, mm -hmm. and I believe that. Mm -hmm. And when I've taken a snapshot of my community back then, mm -hmm. and I take a snapshot today of what our community is now, mm -hmm. all of District 1, the change mm -hmm. is apparent, and it's yeah. not in a good way. Mm -hmm. And so if a picture is worth a thousand words, if every voter truly took a moment mm -hmm. to step back and say to themselves, are we going in the right direction? Are the mm -hmm. issues that I've been asking for to be addressed for 24 years, are they truly being addressed? Mm -hmm. If we sit back as voters and ask the questions to ourselves, the answer is clear that there's a better option. Mm -hmm. Now, what makes me the better candidate? Mm -hmm. I'm a candidate that believes in full transparency. Mm -hmm. I've worked for state and government agencies. I've managed multi-million dollar projects, managed multi-million dollar budgets. I've mm -hmm. managed people in general. I've been able to contribute to my city over here in Pike County and Macomb and Bergland. Mm -hmm. I've been able to work with some of these businesses on Main Street to help revitalize. So when people ask me, why am I running? Why should they vote for me? Mm -hmm. It's because... Although I play a role oftentimes in the background, I'm mm -hmm. still getting things done. Yes. Not all advocacy mm -hmm. is up front. Every good leader has another person that is sitting next to them that makes them go. Mm -hmm. It's like a football team. I remember yeah. Deion Sanders saying it. He says, I might be the head coach, but I don't have the same skill set yeah. as everybody on the team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a good leader has good people on their team. Mm -hmm. And I believe that as a leader, I have a good team behind me right here in Berglund, Summit, and East Macomb mm. that can back me to help us bring good results right here to Pike County. I believe that. So, um, uh, so I mean, I, I dedicate my life to this town. I was in Los Angeles, uh, been all over the world, and I came back here. Everybody said, hey, Richardson, uh, Pandora, won't you? And uh, all these other stations, uh, um, go and make that money. Uh, I like this. I, I, I get paid. Uh, I'm nicely paid. I'm comfortable. I don't need a lot of money, but I choose this town, and I like to, uh, uh, for other people like Sonia Norwood, uh, Brandy, and um, people get on board, because there's a new Macomb with young men like yourself. Uh, you got uh, Mr. Ty out of Natchez, uh, just all the, all these different communities. You need to get behind your candidates and push these people. I'm going to be working with Mr. Michael McDowell mm -hmm. and doing a better job uh, with the, in, well, with the um, Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. Now, on the eve of, um, uh, of uh, uh, Election Day, I want you to help me. Uh, uh, we we need to be throwing down, baby. I mean, a lot of people. I didn't know there was an election. Okay, we gonna have chicken and all that kind of stuff. Uh, barbecues and that ain't the uh, the main reason, but it's just to come together and have a good time and support your candidates, know who they are, and vote. Um, on election day, August eighth, man. 
Um, it's been a wonderful uh, interview. You got any last minute words you'd like to add to uh, this interview? I do. Okay. Um, I think one of the things, and I think this is the right opportunity mm -hmm. to address this in this moment. Mm -hmm. Growing up in our community, they tell us to get your education, get your book sense, mm -hmm. and then go out and find a job. Mm -hmm. with that career, with that degree that you've gotten. Mm -hmm. we, they tell us to go to the school that's going to be the cheapest because we can't afford it. Where I come from, I couldn't afford school, so I had to go where mm -hmm. the money was. Yeah. But here I am now in this moment, and I have you know one of my opponents who loves to use, well, he's a newcomer. He's not ever here. He's not ever around. Mm-hmm. You, how can you be around if a school gave you a scholarship to go somewhere else to get your degree for free? Exactly. So when I left my community for a year or two to go achieve my education, that didn't mean I was leaving my community. It didn't mean I was leaving to go get what I needed to better. Bring back. To bring back. Yeah. That's what we should be training our young people yes. to do. We have a brain drain in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people leave and don't come back. But here I am. I left to get better, to be better, so that I can be better and do better for the mm -hmm. people. And so when people want to use, oh, he left, you know, from 2015 to 2016, you'll get a degree. Do you know what? Use it to your advantage. But I think the voters and the citizens of Pike County recognize that these are all political tactics and stunts that people will utilize to try to tear a person apart. And I hate that we've got politics like that. Instead of mm -hmm. running on the issues yeah. about how we're going to improve our communities, we've got to run on lies and myths. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage every voter, when you go out, make the choice from your heart, regardless of what you do, regardless of what choice that you make. Go make the choice and let everything else take care of itself. Man, that is big of you, man. I'm going to tell you, I didn't, all I heard about was uh, Mr. Lofton, but uh, it is a pleasure to meet you again, man. God bless you. And um, that is Mr. Justin Lofton, and he is running for Pike County Supervisor, District 1. And I uh, want you to um, um, uh, just be the judge uh, and get out and vote uh, for one thing for the candidate of your uh, choice be it uh, Devontae Johnson or Mr. Taswell Bowski or uh, Mr. Justin Lofton but uh, God is going to bless you uh, you owe it to our ancestors I'm Tom Superman and we're going to be um, letting you win some more good stuff we're going to have Mr. Uh, uh, segments of uh, this interview on tomorrow morning's show on Superman Radio. Hey, tune in and I'll take some of your calls, okay? Alright, I'm Tom Superman in the mix, no tricks. Justin, thank you for coming by, huh? Alright. That's my new record called Show Your Mind and Not Your Behinds. These young men, um, uh, uh, running around with their pants all down, man, and uh, and it just causing them not to get jobs and embarrassments. You got a lot to offer, man. I appreciate that. I don't want you to be scared. Uh, I'll never. 
I got. I know you. You, you, told, you showed me you ain't scared. <laughs> uh, you, but you had to uh, go out there and do it. That's why I want you to come over and use the station. Uh, we have the podcast, all kinds of things that we can uh, do to get you out. Uh, you come up in uh, with ways that you can use it. The older people. They still uh, ain't hip to internet radio, mm-hmm. but the young people are like the colleges. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still think they got to get in the car and ride down <laughs> and, and get uh, under the light. And it's, <laughs> yeah, but uh, see, and uh, you got to be, uh, you got to be in the car to hear anything. So this is what we got to use uh, uh, tools to, uh, you know, that God gave us to get our message out to our people, man. Uh, we're gonna need you. I'm pushing. Um, I'm betting on you and uh, people like uh, Patrick Beasley. Uh, I go out and and uh, put up signs, make sure his messages is out there, and that's my payback. You know, I'm having trouble with uh, people. Yep. Putting damn signs up, man. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Your little grass. I mean, the white folk, they raise money every mm-hmm. uh, every month. They're raising money for their candidates. I, see I, te- tell, I tell Ray Runner, you're going to lose your ass if you don't watch it. You need to get on every radio station. You can't just do it with Facebook. Because mm-hmm. old people, they vote. And they don't know how to get on Facebook. They, they That's why you... But they're going to listen to mm-hmm. Superman Gospel. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to play Lee Williams... And that's why they don't learn how to uh, uh, pick up the uh, stations. It's time Superman in the mix on the trick. No tricks. Uh, we're down here at the Macomb Water Department again, you know, where we have often uh, complained about the new $50 that they add to your water bill and put a lock on it in a poverty-stricken town during COVID. Uh, if you are late by the 26th, now, however, some people pay their water bill but for some reason people are having so much trouble down here at the water department in Macomb, Mississippi. This young man you want to tell uh, your experience you can tell who you are. Yes, if you sir. Um, this is a Damien Smith and I came and paid the water bill for my mother and um, they saying they don't have no trace of it or they don't know where the money went and I went got the bank statement and showing them that it saved the city of Macomb and they still can't find a receipt or nothing. And they are getting an attitude with me about it just for the simple fact because they don't know what they did with their paperwork. It's very unprofessional how they're handling their business right now. And you heard it right here. and Your attitude came up. Now, this is why some people come down to the uh, places of business and shoot up the whole damn place. Because, you know, sometimes you just not don't be in the mood for uh, the uh the drama, you know what I'm saying, especially when it term in terms of your money spent. So right. I hope uh, your mother, uh, she heard it. Uh, your, your bank statement uh, came through. Yeah. Yeah. And they still have no trace. Yes, sir. So, what do you got to say for the uh, Macomb uh, Water Department? They need to do much better with keeping up with their paperwork and who they have working in their offices. Okay, for those who are uh, concerned, uh, you heard it right here on Superman Radio 1. Uh, so perhaps y'all need to, need to have a meeting at the Macomb Water Department and uh, get some things straightened out. I'm Tom Superman in the mix of no tricks on Superman Radio 1, brought to you by Verizon, 
Nike tennis shoes right here on Superman Radio 1. In the mix. Okay, it's your boy, Tom Superman in the mix, and we are on the road, and we run into a nice little spot in Macomb, Mississippi. I'm talking about the, it's the guitar and piano lesson and all that kind of stuff. Be, uh, beginner piano lesson starting after Labor Day, it says, and and uh, they got all kinds of stuff in here, guitar uh, stuff. Yeah. Okay. We've got, we got uh, look. Oh man. And we've got uh, bibles uh, and yeah. Uh, this is the owner. This uh, are you the owner? Yes. Okay. And, and this, uh, state your name. I'm Janice Wicker. We just opened a couple months ago and mm-hmm. trying to get the word out. Yeah. Um, we yeah. also my husband's here on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And we like to just sit around and play and. Even during the week, if somebody wants to come in and play around, they're welcome to. I usually have coffee. And yeah. We just like to hang out kind of like you would on a front porch or something. And yeah, I was in Liberty, Mississippi uh, last week. They got a little small donut shop. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you, uh, my friend Jerry Clower. We, everybody knows Superman and Jerry Clower. Give me a glass of ice water in the morning, job boy. And uh, I've, uh, you know, I like to go to these little small places like this while we're on the road and, and look at the beautiful uh, little shops like this who dedicated dedicate their lives to the community, the local yeah, community. Yeah, that's what the small businesses yeah. are all about, you know. Yeah. It's, it's local people helping each other. It's like we neighbors right here, we help each other down yeah. the road, you know. There's a music academy in Brookhaven. We help yes. each other back mm-hmm. and forth and customers right. and stuff. So yeah. it's all about growing the community like it needs to be. You know? Like, uh, you know, Fern Carlsley, uh, you remember her? She passed not too long ago. Uh-huh. She and I used to be with the 107 point FM. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was my best friend. And oh, okay. uh, me and her, we still um, um, connect with the community, keeping everybody abreast as to what's going on. Music is the universal language, so uh, young people uh, get interested in uh, music. Cause That's what we're people, trying to yeah, boost, you know, yeah. get people out of there, you know, everybody's still going to use that screen. I still use it, but mm-hmm. there are other things in life besides that screen, and, and you can have a kind of helps you mm-hmm. with your self-esteem when you're learning to play a musical instrument. You won't get on drugs. You won't get on nothing because you always have a new song. Now, when right. you're, you're, people like um, Lionel Richie uh, inspired me when I was in college over at Alcorn University. Uh, Lionel, he was at the... Um, Tuskegee, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and he was going to college there with the Commodores, and they formed a band, and now he's one of the music legends of, of the world, and I've had a chance to um, connect with Lionel and a, other, a lot of other uh, top uh, musicians uh, like Brandy here in town, uh, Brandy Norwood, Ray, mm-hmm. he and, me and her dad started out together. So perhaps you want to get into the music and start your career by coming to the uh, I'm Somewhere Between Taters and Donuts. Donuts. <laughs> I mean, I like that. <laughs> I just happened to come over here. I was stopped at the um, 
uh, motor vehicle bringing my little nephew over because, mm-hmm. you know, he's a little youngster and he had messed up on his license. I said, boy, you're going to get your license this morning if I had to take off the radio and bring you over here. Right, right. Yeah, so I ran into this. I was going over to get a donut, and then I saw this <laughs> little old nice place, and it is beautiful in heaven. I want y'all to come in sometimes. Yeah, and, and, every yeah. Uh, every time somebody asks us where we're located, we say, do you know where the taters is or the donut shop is? Yeah. And they know one or the other, so mm-hmm. I always say between there. So my husband yeah. came up with this little... <laughs> yeah, next door to the... Um, Motor vehicle place, so you can't miss it. So I want y'all to come on by. Tell them, to, uh, Superman, us uh, uh, told you to come by and, and ask the young lady about the um, uh, chances, you know, where you, you might want to start on bass or uh, guitar. Yeah, we have bass and uh, electric. We've got acoustic ba- acoustic electric guitars. I'm getting some more keyboards in. and Yeah. When I can, I try to get some kind of drums in here. I do do drum accessories. Oh, uh, okay. So you can buy uh, instruments now for you uh, band students. Uh, uh, parents want to learn their children uh, guitar. They have some real good, nice prices in here, and I want you to come by and just look around. And uh, uh, drumsticks. Uh, they got uh, pianos over here. Uh, like, a, a, you know, a piano now. Churches, you don't have to have that raggedy piano because this piano here, this is what you call a um, uh, 76 uh, key. Well, actually, right. that's a full 88 key. Is that the full 88 and key? And they're weighted. And they are weighted. And, they, and they're they a come... lot lighter than trying to move a big yeah. piano, and you don't have to have them yeah. uh, tuned every once yeah. in a while. Or that's like what that. I tell the churches now. They got the Yamaha. They got yeah. the... Um, uh, uh, all kinds of piano uh, companies that's made it affordable. Right. Uh, and you don't have to have, they got the same pedal. Mm-hmm. I started out playing the piano, and uh, and I still play piano in church uh, for the large churches uh, when I'm, uh, they'll book me, but, uh, and it, believe me, it's good money in it. So y'all know if Superman do it. Mm-hmm. Come in here and learn how to play the piano, and um we can uh, uh, get you started right here. I'm Tom Superman in the mix on the road at a nice little music store in Summit, Mississippi with uh, Miss, your name? Janice Wicker. Janice Wicker. This is Wicker Music then. That's huh? Spitfire's music and more. It's Spitfire. Yeah, that's, my husband gave me that CB handle 30 years ago. Spitfire. Right. Oh, man, I love that. <laughs> it's Tom Richardson at uh, Spitfire uh, in uh, Macomb, Mississippi, as Fern Crossley would say. That's a wrap, and y'all be here. Call us up for more information at 601-996-2096. Uh, or you can call her directly at... 601-248-4525. And we are out. Young people, show your minds, not your behinds. Pull your pants up. I won't hire you if you're walking around looking like a stank. He just like my brother Hey, y'all. Hold on a minute. Hey, it's, it's Tom Superman. Hey, we live right now. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, we live uh, right now on Superman Radio 1. Hey, we're going down here. We're talking to the boat. 
uh, voters uh, down here at Vines in Macomb, Mississippi. We got um, Johnny Old Johnny Scott. Old Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Chef Kenny Cotton. Kenny we're we're yeah. going to always be the chef. And then we got uh, Mr. Jake. Mr. Jake. Uh, he, Mr. Everybody Mr. knows Mr. Mr. Jake. Uh, and we got, uh, we got the main man himself. Yeah. Tell him who you are, sir. He's an Arcanite. My good friend, Mr. Raven Arcanite, he got his I Voted sign. Uh, talk to us about the importance of voting uh, on this day, Mr. Raven. <laughs> don't be looking at me like that. You don't give me no impromptu. You you can handle the impromptu. The importance of voting because uh-huh. you go back and then our ancestors and all that have died for it. And so speak it, speak it, brother. Speak it. And to vote. Yeah, man. Young men, young folks. Young and people. And, and this is what's happening. Uh, so, uh, and you got this young man here? Yeah, what's your name, man? Exactly. He ain't already voted. I already I voted three weeks ago. But I'm saying this. Vote, 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 vote. Who we got Vote, vote, vote. Ron, Ron, what you got to say to these young people? Oh, yeah. They better get out and vote if they don't want the world to change on them. Uh, they don't want the world to change. Mr. Jake, you got something you want to uh, say to these young people? Everybody know Mr. Jake. Everybody to vote. All right. The right person. All right, that's true. Uh, Johnny Scott, you got something. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. absolutely. Uh, Johnny Scott, as your circuit clerk, I will look out for your vote. I'll help protect your vote. And, and encourage you to vote and vote in every election. Yeah. Okay, that's Mr. Kenny, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Hey, John Scott Kenny. Hey, this is Kenny Cotton. Yeah, I get out and vote. It's important. Uh, I'm, I'm going. I'm taking every one of Cotton's, my friends and enemies. So get them out, y'all. We need to go vote. Okay. Hey, do it early. This is Tom Superman in the mix. No tricks on Superman Radio. Scott too, y'all. Uh, Scott. Uh, uh, that Kenny threw that plug in there. Johnny <laughs> Scott, he's been around a long time. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm Tom Superman in the mix, no tricks, and you go out there and vote for the uh, candidate of your choice, okay? Hey, look, stick and stay, we're going to be giving uh, 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 another pair of tennis shoes away on uh, election day right here. So stick and stay and, and know the phrase that pays. All right, we're out. It's your boy, Tom Superman in the mix. No tricks. We on the road. Y'all headed to Vidalia, Louisiana. And I stopped in a place, man. I'm talking about they got the best burgers. They got the best everything here. At the name of this place, I know it's the Powell's. The uh, Moose Store, they call it. This was uh, a good friend of mine, Mr. Powell. You know, he's been the music and everything. He's going on. But uh, this is the same family, I understand. Yeah, my Uncle Victor. Yeah, under Victor Powell. Yes. And uh, uh, Huey P. William, his little girl is in here, man. Talking about, may I, may I help you, Superman? I said, who are you, girl? <laughs> I'm in Jerry Clower's town. Uh, yeah, yeah. Me and Jerry, we go. Yeah, go ahead. We live. Go My dad ahead. is doing, he's having an 85th birthday, September 23rd. That's Huey P. Williams he's talking about. Uh, Jackson uh, Southern Nairs. He's having his 85th um, uh, year birthday, and uh, that's wonderful. Shouts go out to Huey. I'd like to say shout out to all you that voted, and uh, this is brought to you by Verizon. We're going to have Tara um, 
on the show. She's from the Housewives of New York. She's going to be on, I'm talking about Friday, so stay tuned. Brought to you by Verizon's. And we got a young man, he's running for office. And what <laughs> office are you running? He's kind of shy. <laughs> yeah. My name is Willie Powell. I'm running for Mississippi State Senate District 38. Okay, so yes, along sir. with uh, my friend Calvin Butler, he's on yes. our station. Calvin, we are promoting him out here uh, okay. in, in this area right now. Okay. Uh, we, uh, yeah. So, Nothing wrong uh, with promoting a little extra competition. No, it's not. <laughs> Let's talk about you and okay. your platform okay. on a serious awesome. basis. Uh, okay. Now, what do you see wrong with the uh, area that you are running? Uh, what changes would you like to make? I saw some dirt roads I'd like to uh, mm -hmm. uh, have uh, done. Our governor, he won't... Uh, uh, take money, but as I travel in this area, we see a lot of dirt roads right. and that we can use the money to, to uh, blacktop those roads. Uh, what would your um, what would be your first um, job if you are elected? Okay, um, for me. The things that I see wrong are the same things that's been wrong for decades. Mm -hmm. You know, Mississippi has consistently ranked at the bottom of mm -hmm. every statistical ranking, whether it's infrastructure, education. Mm -hmm. uh, the only ranking where we see some potential is actually climate. And we know now that there are some things that have not even been brought up about climate. So example, my county, Amick County, mm -hmm. we are suffering tremendously with climate change mm -hmm. because our area is overcrowded with factories mm -hmm. and these factories are not being regulated properly by EPA, MDEQ, which is the Mississippi Department of mm -hmm. Environmental Quality. Mm -hmm. Another thing that is a big focus for me is education. I have a background with education. Uh, I actually went to Tougaloo College okay, where I graduated with a Bachelor's of Arts in uh, right. Liberal Studies and English. Got my master's from uh, Nova Southeastern University out of Miami, oh, Florida. Oh, and I'm currently man. working on my second and last master's Dang, uh, at Haven University. This is great. Yes, sir. In leadership with the emphasis or concentration in public administration. So the things that I want to tackle are basically community building relationships. Mm -hmm. Infrastructure is a big thing. And another thing that affects our area, believe it or not, are veterans. Mm -hmm. the, in our area, we have so many veterans that are going without benefits without resources and I just want to get those resources to our communities get these resources to the people that need it the most we have so many things that we could be doing differently Mississippi is still a state um, even though it's Republican led yeah. we are still paying our teachers once a month or those in the education arena once a month when you have y'all have a great day thank y'all for eating at the moose store we have all of these different people who are educating the next generation and generation after that. And the issue is you have Republican states like Texas who have moved on to paying their teachers twice a month. Mm. There, we are so behind with so many things that we need forward leadership. We need a vision for the future. And that is my campaign, bridging the gap, a vision Man, for the future. Now, this is something that, I mean, I just love hearing young people. They say, uh, we don't have a future, but with this young man. Yes, we do. Uh, I, uh, I beg your pardon, I think, uh, we do have a future, and you have a And we right. have a present, too. We got a present. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you got to know your past to yes, uh, sir. know. Yes, Now, exactly. young people, this young man, I hope he inspires you to get out there and vote because uh, it's imperative that yes. you get out and vote. Your mamas and daddy, 
uh, Pop Williams and O'Hiri Williams, all of us, we get out and vote, man. Yes, it's indeed. It's your right. And uh, Tom Richardson in the mix is going to tell you to get your butt up and go get registered. November is coming up. White folks done brought me $100,000. I'm going to take it, too, if y'all don't buy none. <laughs> I mean, they're getting ready for you now. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm just, seriously, they spending right. money to make a point. they really spending yes, money. And, and it's know, all online, too. You can yeah. research this on yeah. who's getting yeah. money, um, which is another point for mine, too, yeah. is how in the political system you have all of these vested interests. Yeah. And that's what they call them, who are establishing yeah. endowments and establishing all this money for these political they candidates. They own the businesses. Yes. Now, we got to use what we got, the churches now. There's yes, a sir. state, uh, 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 third state and, and uh, you know, uh, you know, the state and church boundaries. Uh, right. You know, a lot of the churches don't allow any kind of political uh, in the mm-hmm. church. But I think you need to have a little bit, five minutes uh, of uh, of the candidate that's right. going to represent your people because yes. they had um, uh, they had uh, politics in the Bible. And so they do. They pay taxes. So mm-hmm. they, anytime there's a group of people. You got to represent politically. Yes, sir. So we want the churches to get involved uh, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Five minutes of uh, whatever know. time you can give because this is our future. These yeah. are the people making you the decisions. You got to push your candidates. You got to pay some money too because these candidates yep. most, it's most not of free. Them, <laughs> most of them are putting their campaigns by themselves. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know one uh, Democratic Party didn't have a five hundred dollars in there. Wow. Whole account. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty sad. Bad. Yeah. yeah. So you can't help yourself. Uh, uh, so we got to get together, and, and uh, hopefully you'll make a change. I, if yeah. the Lord says the same, it's all Let's talk say. again. Where you got? What part? What? Uh, uh, I'm running as an running? independent candidate, running like Calvin Butler. He's yes, running sir. As an independent. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm okay. running as a true independent. Yeah. Uh, I did not pick a party. I think that that's another issue yeah. is that we've become so focused on parties that we forgot yeah. about people. Yeah. Uh, and so my objective as a new person to politics, as a new person to this area's uh, political arena, I felt it was best to run as an independent. And again, I'm running for state senate. Well, District that's uh, what a good yes, look. Sir. I'm Tom Superman in the mix. <laughs> I enjoy talking with I enjoy you, talking young to man. You, Mr. So Superman. I want you I to come down you. to the come station. Come back to the Moose Store. You I'm going to come back. Artists. Oh man, I've already tried them. I went down the road. <laughs> Ain't nothing like a slop burger, y'all. It got to be uh, full of mayo, yes. lettuce, tomato, and it got to drip yes. down your throat. I mean, down your shirt. If it don't get your shirt, uh, uh, you didn't uh, eat a good. You burger. didn't eat a good burger. That's right. And they do a yak. I call it a yak burger. That's right. That's what it's yeah, called. That's the bacon and cheeseburger. Yeah, and bur- bacon and cheeseburger and the dinners uh, here. See, I stopped in here. I'm on my way to Vidalia, and uh, I got to do a revivals out in um, okay. um, Macedonia tonight. That's where I got to stop. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to say hi to all the peeps out there. Give me... Um, uh, uh, Give me 15, I guess it'll hold okay. up. I'm going to buy some gas since you gave me some lunch. Uh, I'm going to buy some gas. Yeah. And uh, I thank you so much. Thank I you, want you to come down. Man. Come down and call me. I will. Uh, and come down to the studio. I'm going to give you a card. Okay. And uh, tell your dad. I said hello. We're coming to see you. You need to. Because uh, I got to meet some advertising. Sunday morning. Uh, uh, Sunday church all day. 
We're going to have Huey P. Williams in the building. Y'all hear it? All right, that's Tom Superman in the mix. Uh, y'all show your minds, not your behinds, young people. Pull your pants up. Nobody want to look at your butt, okay? Again, it goes back to um, uh, the uh, 60s. We got to start back where our forefathers, C.C. Uh, Bryan, they laid, um, uh, they paved the way. Uh, but somebody is not picking up the torch. You got to start in your churches. I still always uh, say that the church is the major reason that we are continuously to lose elections because the ministers, most of them, you know, some of them are, are, are politically minded, but most of them are um, just not. I know I went to three churches, uh, Liberty, I went Centerville, just you know, on the day before election. I had been on the radio station all week talking about get in there and, and let's make up a noise, let's vote, okay? The guy he was talking about his anniversary, most of them, uh, and I mean I'm not talking about a preacher, you know what I'm saying. But I, we got to have those auxiliaries in these churches, educating these youngsters. It's, you know, it, I mean it ain't no question about it. And we got to have some money. You can't do anything without money. I mean we need sponsorships. Um, uh, to run radio station. My radio station runs itself through sponsorships uh, without any help from uh, local. And this is the same way we got to run this democratic, uh, uh, our, our, our democratic process. We have got to help. Uh, we spend money in these stores. I'm one to go up there and I'll remind you how much money uh, our people spend in your stores, and and uh, I request that you uh, assist our functions like uh, the ball games and all this kind of stuff. We got to get these kids out there, and it's going to take money, and it starts at the church. I guarantee you. discouraged because they're at the wrong polling place. Right. Yeah. I believe it's up to the candidate. When you go out campaigning, you ask that person that you're talking to, where do you vote at? A lot of them not going to know where they, they don't vote know. So it's up to the candidate to make sure that that person know where they are supposed to be voting at. They need to tell them to make sure you get your ID that night, get your uh, voter registration card. A lot of people don't even know what the cars are. You get the card, you just put it someplace. But the most important thing is that you have your picture ID. 
So it's up to the candidate to make sure that the people know where they are voting at. I'll be very brief. I'm just piggybacking off the churches. I said the church can only do so much. We can only educate so much. And we stress that knowing our church before election the importance of you going out to vote. But the real responsibility lies on that parent in that home. Exactly. When that, that true. Parent, when that child gets of age to make sure that that child is registered to vote on upcoming elections, on the day of the election, making sure that this child go and vote. Now, I stress that often with mine, and even this year, he came home, he got off work early to come home to make sure that he went and voted. Can I say something? We, I listen to uh, this crazy run the sentence down in Florida, trying to make sure that our children uh, are not educated about uh, past. Mm -hmm. So many times our children don't understand the struggle. They, they, they don't know what happened. That's why we get out of We know the struggle. Right. We've been there. You know, I'm old enough to remember when I had, couldn't even go to a certain family. Mm -hmm. you know? And a lot of us, are, uh, our children don't know that. They grew up thinking that things are, uh, that, that they're okay. I put it in, uh, I won't go But we have to teach them about the struggles, what, what went on, why voting is so important. And a lot of times, if we don't do that, we got, uh, uh, you know, I, I kind of disagree. I think we have to do it not only in the churches, but in the home, a holistic approach to getting it done. All, of, know, it, all, all of us are involved. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. It's a concerted effort from all of us, a holistic approach to getting it done. And it doesn't matter how it gets done, just get it done. And I think that's what we got to do. And knock on door, whatever it takes to get it done. Now, when I uh, talked to uh, was Brother Balskin, uh Brother Johnson just come in, what we were talking about is getting out the vote. And you, I think you're probably the youngest uh, person in here. Uh, I think so. Maybe the young man here. But, uh, no, not you, Bernie. We ain't talking about you. Uh, but give us your thought on, uh, if you would, what you think is the best way for us to try and get out the vote, especially such a young people. I just think um, just coming off of the primaries, I think we had only 17 percent yeah, of, uh, of the voting uh, population here in Pike County to show up to vote. Um, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> that is just almost. And to and, and and not to make this partisan. Of, well, this is a Democratic Party meeting, but if you look at make it partisan, how the other side voted, I mean, they came out, they voted outvoted us three to one. <coughs> and so the reason why I'm here, I know we have an agenda and all of that, but I, my main reason of being here um, is, I guess, for that same reason is. What are we going to do from a party or from candidates to make sure that we can get, turn out the vote? I mean, because if not, we're all wasting our time and our energy and our efforts because if we have a 17% turnout in November, these people yeah. put their name on the ballot, they've wasted their time, Less an indication. their efforts, their money, and all that. I think we did this last year, I mean the last time, and I think it was a very good approach but if I could just be frank, the problem 
was we had a unified front last time, but we had people who lost, got sour. That's coming up I mean, next. I just, I just want to get to the point about they got they lost, they got sour, and um, you know they undermined the unified front that we put up. And I think it's incumbent on all of us that once we you know sign up as Democrats and whether win lose tie or draw, I think we all have a responsibility to get out and push that ticket. Now here's the thing, Jim Hood won Pike County four years ago, but every single Democrat lost on the ticket. Yeah. So people were undervoting. So if I'm gonna vote for Miss Angela, and I need to be telling people that they need to vote for Ms. Brenda. They need to be voting for Ross. Exactly. Uh, I was going to say, now that you finish it, if you're doing a good job. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, so those type, I mean, you know, we, we, have, we just have to just address those type of things. And I think it's very important that people see our Democratic ticket together. They don't, they don't need to be split. Now, one of them don't need to say, and I'm not saying this is going on. I'm just throwing this out here. One of them don't need to say, well, I'm voting for this Democrat, but I'm not going to vote for this one. I'll be seen with this one, but I don't want to be seen with that one. And that call, we just got to keep a unified front. And I think if our community see that we're together, mm-hmm. that's yeah. very important. And I think that will increase turnout. Another thing, and I'll shut up, that's going to really help us. If you guys are just following um, the polls of how well Brandon Presley is doing in the polls right now. Mm-hmm. He's going to the areas where he can win. He's putting people on the ground there. We need to get with some of those people. We need to partner with them. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah, and so they've been here already. I mean, you see signs and things going up. So they're here, and their campaign is energized. They have momentum. If we can partner with them, and I don't know if we as the party have access to the van. We do. You do. You also don't. Yeah, I don't know. We still have that. We still have access. So what we need to do is go to the van, and everybody that did not vote in this primary election, we need to identify those people, get their phone numbers, their addresses, and if we can't go, we need to send somebody there to their houses. Hey, why didn't you vote? And whenever, as soon as absentee voting start, put them in our cars right then. Take them down there. Let's get an absentee ballot. That's our strategy to win, because if we go there in October, and they say, well, I'm going to go. Uh, you know, you, you and I both know, once you leave the house, they forgot. Right. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Get them in the car, let's get them down there. Let's get absentee ballots on them. And so that's just my take on it. Okay. Uh, Brother Ted. Yeah, I want to know one thing. If you have a teenager, he's 18, he hasn't voted, can he vote? Come to the vote. Now, I work at the poll. I have I work at the poll in Bangalore. We have kids come with their parents before they hadn't voted. And red what I'm saying. This is what I I work at the poll. Okay. No, we let no people vote. No people vote. But you can't stop from voting. But I'm saying they haven't read the budget. You know, eighteen made eighteen. They can do an affidavit. That's right. They do an affidavit. That you can't stop from voting. Right. It's not gonna cancel. No, it's not gonna cancel. No, we're in time. If you're not 
not registered. Hey, now, if you're not registered, you still have to see that under there before the election. No. Yeah. I'll let her answer that. Right? No, no, it isn't to me. Brenda, they have some people. Oh, no, this is the expert. Just a second, wait, Brenda. If they are not registered and show up at the poll to vote, they're going to have to vote affidavit if they insist on voting. That's right. But when we get it, it will not count because they are not on our polls. Okay. You have to be registered 30 days before our polls. Anybody else before we... Uh, uh, we yeah, one, one last statement. Another thing we need to push is early voting. We If we don't get out to those polls between 7 in the morning and 9 o'clock, 9 times out of, out of 10, you're going to lose a lot of votes because when people get off of work, things happen through the day and we'll lose in a lot of election, real uh, narrow election by a, a little bit just because of the early voters would not get out. We need to get start getting them out by seven to nine, if possible. Yes, sir, Mr. Chairman. Uh, what are we doing to get the young people, uh, not necessarily out to vote, but to get them in the Democratic Party? Right now, what are we doing? Well, you need to tell us that. That's what we're trying to work on. That's what we're trying to do. We need a chairperson. Huh? We, we, we do need a you get them, get a chairperson. Uh, I think at one time, Brother Johnson was the chairperson for the young men. Uh, matter of fact, I know why not, but four years ago, eight years ago, yeah, for the young men. So, again, we need to uh, get a, a chairperson for the young men and try and start working with them. Uh, we need to find somebody who's got an idea. Who, who do you think would be a good person for that uh, position? I, I don't work First, first, first of all, it's going to have to be somebody that wants to do it, more than one person to do it. So we need to take a poll of our Democratic committee and see who wants to do it or see who has an idea of where we need to bring somebody in to do that. But but once we do that, we need to, to send some stuff out to the kids at all schools and to say, hey, if you want to be a young Democrat, this is what it is. So you can't, you know, you're going to have to raise them up as far as, you're going to have to, you know, have to, you have to bring them up from the bottom. You just can't just bring people in. And then another thing that we need to do is actually invite people to become Democrats or come to a meeting at least once a month. And not, not because when people think of the Democratic Executive Committee, they think, oh, that's a special thing, I can't go. We need to have a, a once a quarter or once a every two months or whatever meeting for people that are Democrats and come together and get ideas from them and, and then go forward. You know, we shouldn't just be stagnant with these 33 people that we have on our Democratic Executive Committee. We're going to have to branch out. We're going to have to reach out. Brother uh, Hood. Okay. Tens of consideration. Uh, this thing that was called a supply and need. If you have something that you need, people will come and uh, you know, they'll they, they supply that need for them. If we are in the community and we need young people or old people to vote, what can you show to them the importance of having to vote other than the historical history that they don't like? That why should I vote? What to what advantage is it for me to vote? What's this thing you talk about voting? Well, so what? Who? What, what did I get out of it? You know, until we can plug that in, is it just because uh, I, I had to pay my mom had to pay poll tax back here, and now you know I have to pay poll tax, and now you can go to vote. Anyway, I mean, what, 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 how does it affect me? What, what, what good is it for me to vote? I mean, I got, you know, 
we, as you, I think you hit an area when you're talking about parents. We gotta teach the parents, educate the parents to teach the children, and the children are gonna follow the parents. But the parents are not gonna always follow the children, so it's gotta be a leadership thing up here where they gotta be able to be encouraged to go and understand why they're going, and as the candidates get out there and, and make their little lives, they have to impress upon some of the young folks and, and people who are voting. Why? What's the purpose of me? What am I doing? How am I going to help this community? What really are you going to do to make things better? I need to know. How are you going to help me? Again, education, motivation. But Scott. <laughs> I, I run into this while I'm campaigning, and I, I, I hate to admit it, but I, I, I have to. There's only two races everybody's concerned about in, in, in the county. Share and supervise. Mm -hmm. And that's how you're educated. You, you, you tell them the importance of knowing who your supervisor is mm -hmm. and being able to have that supervisor here and the importance of knowing who that sheriff is and have that sheriff's ear because inevitably somebody is going to encounter something that they need from your sheriff or your supervisor. And like I said, I hate to admit that because that's frustrating for the officer I'm running for. I think I, the officer I'm running for more important than sheriff. <laughs> 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 that's why I ran for the office. But it's hard to articulate that to the, the everyday citizen for them to really get it. Now, when you go and talk about, well, when little Johnny and little Ray Ray get locked up, <clears throat> you're going to want somebody to go back to you, somebody to get in the sheriff's ear to try to get that bond lowered, somebody to try to be sure he is, he is taken care of while he's in the jail, and that you know, he's not getting taken advantage of, he's not getting beat up, and this kind of stuff. So I set out to say this, Unfortunately, we have to get the sheriff on our back. We got to push the sheriff, and and we just ride along with the sheriff. <laughs> uh, and, and and likewise with the supervisor. And point those two uh, positions out. The importance of those two positions, and, and, and ride. Uh, Mr. Bosch, I heard you saying things. So. You're good. Uh, who, whose hand was up? Brian, who's up? forgive me, but eighteen sixty-five. The Republican Party said they freed the slaves. Mm -hmm. 1965, the Democratic Party said they gave the slaves the right to vote. Which one was more important? Mm -hmm. But that don't matter. Most of the people nowadays say the Republican Party did this for you. Mm -hmm. Okay? So my point is, but Scott made a good point. Every elected official should be responsible for their municipality and their county to the point in which Brother Hood said taxes might be high. But the results, you don't see the results because the school system is failing. All of that works together. The sheriff, the supervisor, the tax assessor, all of those people, they call us to this county right now because the most important thing is the students. It's failing. The census regulates how much money you get from the federal government. Voter registration regulates how much money you get. Voter turnout regulates all of that. Until we understand South Pike, Macomb, North Pike, that supervisor is going to get more money than we want in this report. The context, a little bit above board. A little bit above board. 
but the rest of the time is below the board. And the comments always we're falling through the floor because the representatives are not holding the people who are in charge of the most valuable asset, our church. If the representatives don't enforce a school district to come out of the depth of DF for four or five years, come on, yeah. Government ain't gonna send the money no come when you got DF. We're not gonna get these manufacturing jobs when we got DF. We ain't gonna get it. Now, there have been puns that have been politicized throughout the years in this county. We've been afraid to hold them accountable. Well, it's true. If you look at the murders in this county, we've been afraid to hold them accountable. Now, I don't have to say nothing else. So, when we have law enforcement doing their job, get smart detectives to find out who did what, Mama said, I'm not going to send you to church, I'm going to take you to church. <laughs> that's what happened when I was in free primer. So I don't know about nobody else, but that's what happened. So now if the parent is scared of the child, well, don't expect nothing to happen. So, so Dr. King was a Baptist preacher. But he fell out with the Baptist Christian Association because he wanted to do what was right. Not what was what, 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 what was popular, what was right. And until we do what's right, Pike County going to stay at the bottom. It was a committee city of America one time, but what happened to that? We don't rape no more, we don't plant no more, we don't force anything. Brother Johnson, Brother Brock, and then we're going to I just got a question. What can we do from a party standpoint? To, and I think this will help all of our countywide candidates. Okay. Uh, if we could put some of our efforts in the southern part of the county, yeah. Yeah. the numbers are there. We can win there. But we need a we need a unified effort in the southern part of the county. We're wasting our time in the northern part of the county. We're gonna get what we're gonna get there. But if we can put our our efforts and our energy into the southern part of the county, like Braswell. Old Progress, Fire Station, <coughs> Magnolia Community Center, Osaka City Hall. Those are boxes we can really win that can affect us countywide. But they're, they're, they're not even breaking up in 600 votes. So what I wanted to do there, since she mentioned that, the plan is to get uh, the committee members on those uh, areas Every, I won't say this Saturday, because I don't want to break, break everybody down. I know that's not going to happen. But <laughs> that's just the, not going to happen. We're real. That's not going to happen. But what we need to do is to make sure that our committee members and our candidates focus on those areas you're talking about. And focus on those areas like uh, uh, Martin Luther King, where we can really turn out a heck of a vote. I understand what you're saying there, too. Uh, Locust Street. No, you're right. Well, our, our people. biggest make sure that we turn out the utmost vote there. That's where our, our power. Yeah, those are. Those, I forgot those. Two make boxes. sure we turn those two boxes out along with the boxes you talk. If we turn, let me give you this. Four years ago, if we had turned those two boxes out like we should have, right? Everybody, every we were one down back. We did not turn them out, and, and several boxes were where you talking about. So. So we got to concentrate. So, so what can we do? What can we do? What, what can we do out there? Yeah, what can we do out, out there in these areas where we need to win? We got to have them to win. What can we do? 
we need to work on the plan. But let's see. I heard it mention the band system. Do we have access to we got we tablets do. and band? So if the executive committee is 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 as I understand broken into districts, supervisory mm -hmm. districts. And if if the if the, if that committee <coughs> they don't have to go out every Saturday. What they have to do is have a group of people who will go out every Saturday and check the van list, see who who, who are your historic voters are. Don't bother with the with the houses that didn't that that, that went to the Republican primary. They're not your voters. Go and, and ask the people who have voted for for Democrats in the past in the primaries because that's the only ones you can track and find and find those people knock on their doors take two people and you know and do a road and and just commit to do a stretch of, of road turn your your precinct into or and you could break it down at the precinct level you know just find find somebody find a group of people who will go out and it doesn't have to be the same five two people um, but but go out and start asking those people for their vote along with some uh, candidates let me say that <laughs> I, I wanted to say robo calling is very effective mm -hmm. i don't know are y'all familiar with that system or not but they call you almost every day every, every day. other day november the 7th mm -hmm. is, is, is election day don't forget to vote that's a very good way to remind the voters that november whatever it is is the day that you need to vote polling places open from seven to seven so that's a very, it's expensive, but that's there's a good also, way. There's also, I'm sorry. Uh -huh, go ahead. There's also a text, um, a, yeah. A, yeah. a texting one. And, and that you can link to the van. You can. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's you sure you can, can link to the van, right. and it does all your texting, it does all your robocalls. Exactly. So can we, maybe at another meeting, actually, get some teams together right. to where we could. On the 14th, I mean, on okay. the 31st, yeah. that's going to be one of our missions okay. on the 31st of this month, okay. two weeks from today. Uh, and I have one more question, and that is, do we send, do we send somebody to um, to all the high schools? Because there, there's a certain percentage of every senior class that is um, that is 18, and and the same goes for the for the junior college. We used to do that. Yeah, yeah, we used to do that. Well, Mark Thompson was next, and then I just want to say something that probably nobody in here afraid to say or don't know. So by me being in Portland Sheriff's Office, I, I cover this entire county. And I hear a lot of things about them out. And the most that I hear is when one party that's running for a field, they see, if they say something about another party that's running for a seat and they don't like the person that's mentioned, then that person is lost <coughs> That person what? Just lost her Let's just say she's running for a position, mm -hmm. but she's campaigning, she's mentioned in her campaigning that about Ms. Washington, where if people don't like Ms. Washington, then she just lost her vote. And that's, that's covering this county. But nobody has addressed that. Now, how do we do this? Bring your own race. Bring your own race. Let me say Brother Brock, you said that. I was going to bring this up. Run your own race yeah. to an extent. Yeah. What I want to say about that is, I've heard people say, uh, uh, "Yeah, I, 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 I'm going, I'm going to run my own race. I'm taking care of me." But as a party, mm -hmm. you know, I can understand you to a certain extent as a right. party. You need to tell everybody, uh, "I want you to vote for Eddie Simmons down, uh, down ballot. Eddie's running as a Democrat, just like me. He's qualified. He's this. I can understand you running your own race, but to an extent, you we got to reach out." 
Part of the Constitution says that we should what? That we should when we run. I, I'll read it for you. Going here, but the Constitution says that we should uh, when you run the Democrats that you should also tell others about other Democrats and run along with them. Okay, now. That's
we have outside that paper telling them what we're there for. And usually we get quite a few young people to come out and register. But now getting them to the poll is a different story. That's the problem. That's the problem. We're going to have to work on that part, get him to the poll. Uh, who is next? Ms. Walker. And then Mr. May. And then we're going to something else. Oh, I'm sorry. Ms. Lake. You know, Mr. Pete, we met up at 645. Me and the president, I'm a new council, Uh We met up at 645. We picked up people's all day, y'all met you that night. We picked up old people's. I had a bunch of young people out there. We picked up, and it had been nice that the candidate at least gave me a drink. We picked up people all day. <laughs> I see no candidates with me and Mamie. You saw me. Lady, not indoors, all days. We went out to the central office where y'all candidates need to meet up down there. Because mm -hmm. those people's not. <coughs> but anyway. Uh, we picked up pizza all day, and we used our own gas money, and nobody was there but Miss Denise. And up there, yeah, well, we picked up young people, we picked up old people, we stayed in the parties all day, and it was very, very hot. So, so we're going to do it again. And we're going to pitch in. And it's going to be more than one person. All right, everybody's talking the same thing. Hold up, we all, we all do, we all, we all the rest of the kids. Mm -hmm. We to all the schools and all the colleges in the area and the rest of the kids to go. We do this every year. We just hope that the candidate will come out and do something too. Because That's on right. that day when we were picking up people, I tell them that song, we ain't seen no candidate. We saw Devontae and that was it, Mr. Bosco. That was it. We was in, we was in White Acres, Luther Park, Avenue. <coughs> Are we doing a fundraiser? Okay. Next, Mr. Lacey. Okay. Um, All right, everybody. We can't have two or three people talking at the same time. Uh, okay, I just want to say that uh, as, a, as a candidate, I was a candidate for 20 years. I had a team. Right. And I worked out in the country. Mm -hmm. And houses are spread it all apart. Devontae would go with me sometime in the campaigns. Mm -hmm. So you got to have a team. Right. You got to have people on the ground on the November the 7th. That's right. You got to have people sitting out there waiting. So it's a it's an effort for the entire team of uh, people who are running to make sure you got people there to pick up people and for the poll and voter registration. When you uh, register those young people, you have you must have a plan to make sure you pick them up on election day. You cannot just register people and forget about it. Some people do not even get their voter registration card on time. So you must make sure that when you register those people, I would always make a copy of the form, write their number down, and I would call them two or three uh, weeks prior to election. So that way you keep in contact. It's developing a relationship. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. It is. It's developing a relationship. Before we, uh, I forget, officer. Uh, just me saying, you know, being a disinterested party to say, hey, listen, uh, one of the things I'm seeing is that there is a disconnect, and the disconnect is wait until election season to let everybody know what you're supposed to be doing and who you should be doing with. Uh, I think that as a party, the party should look at instead of waiting until the election season, 
talk about the people that are in those positions. Educate the public why they're in the position to show them that, hey, this is what I'm actually doing for you. So that way they can actually have a connection because the reason that they don't care, they don't know. So they don't have a vested interest. But if they understand exactly what you do and how it impacts you on a daily basis, then it makes a difference. And what people don't understand is I've spent half my life working for federal. People have the notion that everything is federal, but the reality is the power is in the local government. What impacts you on a day-to-day -day basis on the local government level. So if people fully understand what you actually do and then see how they connect to them along with how we connect with each other, then that'll make a difference instead of into election season. Because now it changes the thinking. If I know that, okay, I need to get with the, do, put this person in for the clerk's office because this impacts me this way. Or I need to vote for the sheriff because it impacts me and my family that that gives them an interest in doing it as opposed to trying to incentivize them without giving them nothing. You have to make it real. Uh, Ramos and Brown. No, I was just concerned to say that I like the idea of Brown come up with and targeting those areas of those people that did not vote. Using that vote list, find out who did vote, and we get those people, you know, they're sixty five, we know how what's the regulations on that. Get those people voting early. That way we already got those both bank instead of waiting around until election day. And you know, that's something that all of us can be involved with early on. Because like, like, when, like when does it have to see about six weeks out? Okay. So when that time comes, I think that's something that every candidate as well as the executive committee should be involved with is getting those people voting early. You gonna if we take the list and identify the one that vote, that's the one that you want to get. And the and the, and the specific area that the Vontae talked about, just like that southern end, as well as uh, those boxes, like the Montalone box, the remote box, y'all know those boxes, here McCall, those boxes that can generate the most voters, those people that didn't vote, those people need to be the one that we're targeting and target them early. That way, we already have folks already banked up when election day comes. Instead of waiting around to election day trying to, you know, get people to the poll. I mean, we need to do that too, but we need to get a, a lot of folks banked up before election day comes. I know we got another two or three hours. Nobody, we got this. Just a minute. Hold on, But it takes money to do this stuff. Absolutely. It takes resources, and I'm, and I'm going to make a point. I, a lot of a lot of us, including myself, when you win, lose, you go home and you forget that it, that this body exists. You know, there's a scripture that says, "Where your heart is, is where your treasure lies." Right. So it takes money to do this. Yeah. And after election season is over, 
We ain't gonna see half of y'all. Right. I'm just, I just want to keep. We don't, we don't have this real conversation. Keep it real. Keep it real. All the real. And election time come around, they're looking at this executive board to work wonders. And it ain't no money here to work wonders. I have friends in Hines County that are running for office. After the primary is over, the party fronts them. Mm-hmm. But they're <laughs> constantly pouring into that party. Right. These candidates, it takes money for them to run for office. <coughs> and, and now, and now, and now they're going against Republicans who are well funded. Right. I'm talking about they're they're, they're ready to splurge. So we go out and work That's right. Why we're right, right. And we're working with limited resources. We're trying to sell fish just so we can be able to do ads in the newspaper. Yes, sir, uh, Mr. Chairman. Uh, are there any plans to have a, a countywide uh, a debate as far as the, the, the candidates? Because I, I think it's good to have everybody all in one place because all these candidates can't get around and just spend 30 minutes or or, uh, or time as far as knocking on the door, door. So if we can maybe get with the Republicans and, and have a countywide debate because, I mean, that's what it's going to take. Oh, and Devontae. Oh, and Devontae, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come <laughs> real. Yeah. Who else? 
Okay, but anyway, start, we'll start with the reads. And then we're going to try to, like you said, time is running short. Let's get out of here. As of me, I try to hit on it every Sunday when, I, when I'm doing announcement time. Because I was thinking while I go and was talking, like, you know, as pastor, we can't just involve everything around right. the election. Right. During announcement time, when the floor is kind of open for this, I always hit on what the people I was feeling for us went through so we can have this opportunity. Um, this year, my son, this first year, both, I was proud of my acknowledge, and all the children that's in my church, I ask the question, are you registered to vote or are you not registered to vote? And I think if we can get all the pastors running, and also I was thinking about most of the pastors of the churches have fans. During the time, like I said, we're trying to see, it's one thing to have people registered, but it's another thing to do it next time. Everybody got something to do. Have a committee set up, well, okay, for my, around my precinct, I'm gonna have my church name. We're going to go around and pick up people who may need a ride or whatnot. But like I say, it's, it's targeting the areas that where your lowest numbers were. That's, that's going to be the key right there. But as pastor, the breakfast, I'm looking forward to it. I'll spread the word so we can get through this. Okay, but also, you know, most of the pastors probably belong to their local association. So that may be the key going through the association. And then that's the association push that with their pastors. Pastor. Mm -hmm. All right, well, you pastors, that uh, sounds like a good idea for the pastors to work that in. Talk to us about that when we come back on the 31st. We'll be working it also, but again, uh, to help us with that, to get the pastors there on the, the 9th of uh, September. Okay. Hey, Golden Corral, right? Say what? The Golden yeah. Corral. Yeah. What time do we say? Uh, we said 9 o'clock. What time did we say? 9 o'clock. Nine. Nine. I thought we said 9. We want to get them up to um, We're paying for the breakfast or the pastors paying for their own. No, we don't, we don't pay for the breakfast. They come to We're asking for donations. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they're going to donate. <laughs> we pay for the breakfast. Yeah. Right. We're not voting for them. You said you voted yeah, on We need to vote on that. We need to vote on that. Say something like that. This is the Pike County Democratic Party, right?
when you run election or when you uh, you know campaign when you're running sometimes uh, things are said and it gets kind of difficult but we got to remember that it's all about what our people the democratic party those who are less fortunate that's what it's all about if you can't accept that i mean you got to realize when you run an election somebody it's, it's, it's a 50-50 chance. Somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. Right. You know, be prepared for that and you think that it comes up because it's going, you know, it's going to happen. But again, I won't say any longer because I think the one they did a good job on that. We need to make sure that we come back and tell everybody I support so-and-so, you know, and stay with that and make sure that you get the people that voted for you, get them out to support the candidate. But we want to win, like I said, we want to win down ballot. I have no doubt that we have uh, great candidates. Uh, we had all of our candidates great, so we'll leave that at that. And uh, uh, we finish with that. And there was one more thing. What was it, uh, brother? Oh, certification of the election. All right, that is the last thing. Oh, we, yeah, let's take a uh, first one. Yes, spending. We talked about feeding and passage here. Uh, I want to make somebody make a motion that we feed the pastors uh, for this event that goes on September the 9th. Uh, can I get the uh, Can I get a second? So we'll work with about the second. Uh, all in favor? For the order, Mr. Chair, we need discussion. Do we have discussion? Mm -hmm. Discussion. Oh, discussion. Uh, yeah. Quick uh, question. Quick question. Okay, come on. Have we talked about how much it's going to cost? How much do we have that we can spare for it? We don't know because we don't even know how many are going to show up. So, I mean, but what I'm saying is, is how much do right we have okay. budget-wise? Okay. We need to budget something for this. If we go over it, we need to say, okay, we, we're over it. And we need to maybe pull out our pockets. But so I'm just saying that we, we have a certain amount that we spend, you're, you're, you're already there. One, we don't know how many parents we're going to invite. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We want to make a that we make a certain that we uh, have a certain amount that we're going to pay. You know, yeah. No, no, sir, because I don't know how much it costs. Uh, uh, no, sir. Yes, I'm saying is $22. Just thinking for me, as a pastor, knowing how important this is, I would have no problem. I already know we're working on limited funds. Have no problem paying. I'm pretty sure the rest of them would be. Once you invite them and let them know they're important, they're important to me, I, I don't have no problem. <laughs> 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 I think they're just tired of it. I agree with Pastor. I think if they understand the importance of what we're working on and the education that needs to take place in our community. Uh, pastors should be able to step up to the plate and take them. Right. If they if they come, they pay fine. They if they don't, say what? I said if they come, they pay. They pay. The biggest thing is we want them there. We want them there. Okay. So I need to understand what you're saying. If they don't come, we're gonna pay for it. I need to get some clarity. Yeah. What you're saying. What I was saying, if they come and they pay on their own, fine. But at the end of the day, somebody get there, they say, well, I was invited here. Yeah. Then. Yeah. 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 Y
dollars. If you got thirty pastor minutes, from here. Okay. All right. So what? Okay. 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 You know, and let's wait on the question. We invite these people. We invite them. We invite them. We invite them. We invite them. Yeah, we invite them. What you say? What do you mean? I said, I'm going to be paid. I said, let them pay. I'm wrong. I meant we pay for it. I'm wrong. I said that. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Come on, let's get finished here. That we pay for their breakfast. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. All in favor. Aye. Aye. All right. Aye. I have it. Hey, Lord. Okay. All right. Now. Okay. Last thing. All right. Certifying the election. Everybody listen. Now, this is really important. Certifying the election. Okay. I talked to. Uh, so I'd like to make a motion that we take this to the executive session, Democratic and Sacred. Thank you. Second. Second. All right. Discussion. That we carry this to the Democratic Executive Committee. And discuss it. Okay. In other words, just the Democratic Executive Committee. Yeah. Here's what we want to do before we do that. We're going to let everybody go. Everybody, I'm watching everybody. Come by and get these tickets. Start great. Work your way around. All right. Here's, here's mine. How many are you giving out? How many are you giving out? It's 16. Someone that you want to pass them out? Yeah, please do that. I got to get your name. Okay. What we need is before we pass them out, let's see.
Dr. Dr. Walter Williams on Superman Radio 1. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 where it says train up a child mm-hmm. in the way that you would have him to go and when he's old he'll not depart. Mm-hmm. Our children are angry mm-hmm. and they don't understand why they're angry. They're just angry. Mm-hmm. They're confused and don't know why they're confused. It also in the New Testament it says Satan has blinded the minds of those that do not believe in the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. When we fail to adhere to the word of God, all we can have is tragedies in our daily walk of life, in our world today, in our families, on our job. Wherever we leave Jesus out of, we got problems to deal with. Mm-hmm. Now if when we turn our lives over to Christ, our children over to Christ, because he told us, cast all your care upon me. Yes. He said, because I care for you as an individual. Mm-hmm. If he know how many strands of hair you have on your head, he really loves you. He really cares about you. So we got to get as parents to a point where when we can't get our children the way they need to be, Put them in the hands of God and let him deal with them. Mm -hmm. But we got to be walking the right walk and talking the right talk. Mm -hmm. 
The old statement that I used to hear when I was a child, don't do as I do, do as I say, do that's not so. We as born again baptized believers are supposed to be living testimonies of the loving kindness of God. We're supposed to exemplify God in everything we do. Now, if I need to go to Scripture, we can do that too. Please do. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 3. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 3 and look at verses 11 and 12. My son, despise not chastening of the Lord, neither be ye weary of his correction. Now, the Amplified Version of the Bible says, My son, do not despise or shrink from the chastening of the Lord. His correction by punishment or by subjection to suffering or trial. Neither be weary or, or impatient about or loath and abhor his reproof. If God chasing us in our wrongness, why shouldn't we chasten our children? There is a thing coming out on my CD as a writer mm -hmm. and it's entitled Lord stop the black rain from falling down the whole black race is about to drown when you hear that statement what uh, 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 spiritual message or spiritual word do we do you have as a minister coming from God? What has God given you uh, right off the top of your head? When uh, it says, Lord, stop the black rain from falling down, the whole black race is about to drown. And as you see in the news, uh, our people, we are the only ones uh, uh, shooting each other. We start off in uh, it says spare the what rod you was talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, you're talking about whooping that butt. Yes. Like mama whooped yes. us. But the more we whip uh, our uh, um, uh, say the white folks, as uh, put it in our, our, the, lang the way that we put it, Walter. Mm -hmm. uh, the white folks don't like you whipping that boy. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you being just plain evil, mm -hmm. uh, and it ain't right to uh, whip him uh, uh, with that belt. I mean, but at the same time, you putting him in jail, Mr. White Folk, uh, you are uh, uh, you the first one to put him in jail, but you uh, won't let us whip him in school. When prayer changed in school, I noticed a whole bunch of other things changed. So, Lord, stop the black rain from falling down. Let's, uh, 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 let's uh, um, uh, talk on that Jesus, topic. Jesus said the other day, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Mm -hmm. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. mercy. And he said, I give you rest for your weary soul. All that we got to do is get the right relationship with Jesus Christ. As a people, we need to come together. We are too divided as a people. We as a people have gotten come caught on up it. in the crab mentality. Mm -hmm. And that crab mentality will not grow us in the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, the way God intended for us to grow. He said, love thy neighbor. Mm. As thyself, he says, I do as well. Woo, Lord uh, have mercy. See, it, it starts with love and it's got to end with love. 
Oh, Lord have mercy. Jesus Amen. said the other day, while we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. All that besets us in this walk of life, Jesus has already gained victory over it. Huh? And that deserves a big hand clap I'm talking about. It's hot yeah. up in here. Yeah. I'm talking about the word is on fire. Yeah. We're live with Dr. Walter Williams. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it is, uh, we're trying to answer some of these questions. I want you to hold your calls on this special segment. And uh, I asked him to come in, and he uh, thought it was going to be hard to get him in. And he was right here, right on time. And, and we'd just like to uh, thank you. But continue uh, with, uh, he's fulfilling the statement, Lord, stop the black rain from falling down. The whole black race is about to drown, y'all. We're killing our own. We got, uh, we're killing our own. Uh, we got uh, jealousy. Let's talk about that drop of black rain. Jealousy. Jealousy. Uh, jealousy. jealousy. With okay. among let's, our let's, people. Let's talk let's, about jealousy. Let's what talk is about what jealousy. kind of that raindrop that's Je drowning us? Let's jealousy, talk about it. Jealousy started in Genesis when Cain killed his brother. Mm. See, we done, we done got so caught up in worldly things instead of Jesus that we're killing one another over stuff. Over uh, stuff. Uh, stuff. 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 Things. Yeah. Stuff. So we done got caught up in stuff. We done got caught up in, well, this is my corner. I'm selling dope on this corner. Don't you come on my corner. I'm going to kill you if you come on my corner. Drugs. We are too divided as a people. Mm -hmm. The love that we're supposed to have from one another, the Bible says it's done wax cold in the earth. Mm. Huh? He know. said in his word, do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. Yes. If you don't want nobody shooting your child, your cousin, your niece, your nephew, why are you shooting somebody else? Mm. Because everybody has family. There's not a soul on earth that doesn't have family. And when we think outside of self, listen, I tell them at the church all the time, every action carries a reaction. Now, the word of God says, before you undertake any project, count up the cost. Count up the cost. You get you a gun and decide you're going to do a drive-by shooting. Before you do the drive-by, stop and figure who's going to be effective with this besides me. Mm-hmm. Because even your family, if you would do a drive-by shooting and get caught, you're going to jail for life. Have mercy. So now you need to count up the cost before you do the action. Because mm -hmm. there is going to be a reaction. A reaction. There is always a reaction. It's called cause and effect. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot yes, of people yes, yes. Uh, uh, put it. Let's dissect the word. Okay, that was jealousy. Let's mm -hmm. die. Sake the uh, word uh, uh, envy. I mean, uh, we are so envious of in, each can, other. Let's you use can the, envy and jealous together. You can uh, jealousy and envy. One will walk right with the other one because we. If my neighbor get a new truck, new car, mm -hmm. now I'm envious of him. Yeah, huh? I'm jealous of him because mm -hmm. he. You got to go back to Cain and Abel now. God accepted Abel's offering, but he didn't accept Cain's offering. Mm -hmm. Jealousy and envy stuck his ugly head up. 
Now, stop preaching. You're getting too fast. No. All of this comes because of a three-letter word. S-I-N. S-I-N. And it came because Adam disobeyed God. All started in the Garden of Eden. It started in the Garden mm -hmm. because of man's disobedience. The 12 tribes of Israel fell apart because of man's disobedience. Mm-hmm. When God got through chastising the 12 tribes of Israel, your Bible would tell you of the smallest tribe, which was a Ju of Judah, only a remnant was left. Mm. But that remnant, oh, God Almighty, Woo! that remnant got us where we are today. Mm -hmm. Because you got to remember the church started with 12. 12. 12. What 12? The 12 apostles. The 12 apostles. Yeah. That's just to clarify, everybody. The 12 <laughs> apostles. That's how the church got started. Yeah, you see, we got some laymans out there who hadn't been to Sunday school, but you breaking it on down because a lot of people say, what 12? So keep going. Those of you that are not going to Sunday school, I recommend that you go. Sunday school is more important than worship service because you can't ask the pastor a question while he's up preaching at 11 o'clock service or 10 o'clock, whatever time your service is. Mm -hmm. But when you go to Sunday school and Bible study, you can ask questions. Mm -hmm. And the only question that I used to tell the people when I was teaching Sunday school and Bible study at New Jerusalem, the dumbest question is the one that you didn't ask. Lord, have mercy. Huh? See, because you need to know what God requires of you mm -hmm. before you undertake to follow him. You got, got to know. That's why I go right back to counting up the power. Okay, we got that. So let's go to the next drop of black rain. Have mercy up in here. You got, I know I'm your boy, Tom Superman. I know y'all. I ain't used to this kind of fired up uh, 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 ministry. Just straight off. We ain't got no script, by the way. Mm -mm. See, we didn't, this is not rehearsed. This is totally of God who uh, promised mm. Thomas that uh, in his word, John chapter 8 and the verse 12, it says, Thomas, you are the light of the mm -hmm. world. He that followeth you shall not walk in darkness, That's but it. shall have the light of life. That's yeah. how he gave me the power to, to have this radio station, to have one of the biggest uh, 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 congregations in the nation mm. right here uh, with my talents. Uh, 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 and I haven't been called, uh, they say I was born to be a minister, but I fought it and fought it. I'm the same Thomas who gave you uh, just a dog in me, uh, Johnny Taylor. I've worked with Johnny Taylor, B.B. Uh, uh, King. I mean, I started out in the blues singer, and guess why? Because I was an instrument of God. The devil said, I want you to sing uh, I don't want you playing that gospel song. Uh, I have hope telling them folks that you got hope and all that kind of stuff. Sing you some blows, Thomas. See, that's how the devil talked to you. Mm -hmm. But I was too, which leads me up to the next topic, the next raindrop. Bourgeois, to listen to the word of God. Bourgeois um, is a word where after we've gotten so blessed in life, we think we are too good for the Word of God. Raised up in that little old church that sits on top of the hill, uh, when we used to go to uh, a church down in Pink Hill and mm -hmm. Fernwood, uh, mm -hmm. 
uh, on a horse and buggy wagon. Now we got Cadillacs, but we don't even want to go to church. We got all that uh, bourgeois attitude. Well, what is our attitudes uh, uh, um, in this rain, uh, black rain uh, falling down? That takes us right back to things. We done got too caught up in things. Uh, it takes us back to stuff, okay? And, and we, 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 Material we, things. We, we done got away from Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, I need to let you understand something. Okay. Satan will allow you mm -hmm. to be blessed with some stuff. Yeah. And you will put more confidence in your stuff than you will the Word of God. Why so, preacher? Glad you asked me. I got your answer. Okay. Faith is the, Hebrew 11, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Amen. I Hallelujah. haven't seen Jesus, but I felt his mighty power. Huh? I haven't seen heaven, but I believe it's real. Okay. I haven't seen hell, but I know hell is a real place. Why, preacher? Because I believe the word of God. We have walked away from God. I told you earlier, Satan will blind the mind. Of those that do not believe in the gospel. Now you all of that in a bag of chips. But listen, you can't do you and serve God all at the same time. Can't do you and serve God too. He said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. He said, I'm a jealous God. Mm -hmm. So now what we do, we end up making self our own God. Have mercy. Our worst enemy in society today is self. Self. I preached a sermon one time out of Tickfall Church years ago uh, when Pastor Bill was out there. Mm -hmm. And my subject was, what would a man give what in exchange for his soul? See, we got to understand that hell is a real place. And if you continue on the street that you own and Jesus is not on that street, hell is going to be your home. The word of God says there's a highway and a way, and he said the way is the way of holiness. Prove that, preacher. Jesus said in his word in John 6, 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. Now let me go dig up Saul. When you was caught, worshiping in the way, which is Jesus, mm -hmm. you were persecuted. We don't want to be persecuted. We don't want to be talked about. We don't want to be called holy rollers, but you need to get holy and roll. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't get holy, hell is going to be your home. Listen, 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 listen. Y'all hear me this morning. Because the Lord is dealing with me this morning. You born in sin, mm -hmm. shaping in iniquity. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But look how much God loved us. Mm -hmm. Look what John 3 and 16 said. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. It says whosoever. Whosoever. So you have a choice. Isn't that what they're saying? That you young people, choice. you don't have to elect or select yeah. or there depression. You, you have it. the choice to uh, follow his word, uh, his like word. I uh, pre-stated, John chapter 8, verse 12, mm -hmm. uh, all those chapters, uh, and going to Sunday school uh, uh, teaches you. I was out in Sunday school in uh, 
a little town called Liberty, Mississippi, mm -hmm. upon last week. I always told my wife uh, um, that, you know, he who has a good wife mm -hmm. has a good thing. That's what the and she, that's what the word said. That's another strength that we need. Mm -hmm. Young men, get you the right, right wife. And, and uh, she was telling me about Sunday school, how important it mm -hmm. was because uh, I was out there singing them blues and uh, mm -hmm. uh, doing, uh, not paying my dues. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, I didn't get to Sunday school and uh, a lot of things I didn't know. That's why I called you in, but mm -hmm. I know uh, uh, what to do. Uh, if I don't know, I'll get you the right message. Cause a lot of you depend on me a little bit too much. Uh, when you ask me spiritual uh, question, I can answer you uh, 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 hood-wise, uh, street-wise, because I used to be out there, but... I have people like my pastor uh, JJ and my good, mm -hmm, good and my man. good friend um, uh, Dr. Walter. We went to South Pike uh, uh, together. Yes. Uh, we yes. was in the class with Charles Jefferson, uh, who just left us. Yes. He was a praying man. Uh, um, yeah. I. Uh, uh, I am so glad that he found Jesus yes. uh, before found it was too late. So yes, he found him. Found and you can find him uh, your personally. So let's talk about a little bit about uh, politics. Where does politics uh, lie in our churches? We come in, we're 65% uh, of, of uh, uh, blacks. Uh, uh, and, and God... Uh, we're losing elections. These uh, um, uh, people who are not uh, don't have our best interests. We'll put it like that. 65% uh, of us are blacks. And, uh, but we have, uh, we're governed, governed by white um, uh, people who, uh, they call themselves conservatives. Uh, like, for, for example, Donald Trump. We won't get off onto that very much, but um, a lot of people say, uh, you know, church is your backbone. This is uh, when the uh, crosses were being burned uh, back in the 60s. Uh, the church had our backs. The uh, uh, pastor would uh, uh, dissect politically just as like he does spiritually. Mm -hmm. Is there a place in today's church? Because you don't, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the political figures uh, can't get up in church, uh, some of them. Well, we don't, let them up. Yeah, you let them up? I let them up. For listen, a few listen. minutes at least. Those of y'all that's listening to me this morning, open your Bible to Isaiah chapter 9 and read verse 6 if you don't read nothing else. And what does it, it say? It says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. That son is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And look what it says. And the government shall be up on his shoulders. As a child of God, your responsibility is to make sure that the right people enter into public office. We have been sold a bill of goods that says church and state don't mix. But how you going to argue with the word of God? I'm telling you what the word says. I'm not telling you what I said. This is what the word said. He said, for unto us a child is born. To us a son is given. 
He said, and the government shall be up on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Mm. It's all up to us as born-again baptized believers because the world ain't trying to direct us to the right people. Mm -hmm. Satan is directing us away from mm -hmm. the right people with mudslinging. Mm -hmm. But if we that are in spiritual leadership will start studying our candidates so that we can speak up for the right one for these positions. Keep going. But keep as going. long as we sit around and believe that church and state don't mix, you're on the wrong page. Mm -hmm. I'm showing you this morning, it's in your Bible. Go to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. It's in there. It's for you. We need to know what thus said the Lord. I know what you just said. I heard you. You said that's Old Testament. But Jesus said, came as fulfillment of the Bible. The whole Bible. He didn't eliminate the Old Testament. Because if you go through your Bible, Jesus is in every book of your Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Mm -hmm. So what we need to do is get Jesus in our heart. See, God gave man free will back in the garden. After Adam messed up, he, he, he abused his free will. He mm -hmm. went against God. Mm -hmm. Because you got to remember that God used to talk to Adam in the cool of the day. Okay, okay. But when he, but when he sinned, him mm -hmm. and he ran and hid from God. Mm -hmm. Like God didn't know where he was at. Then God just called him by name. We naked. Mm. How you know you're naked? Huh? Well, then he explained you know? himself to God. Mm -hmm. Now, 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 that brings us to today. We don't like to admit when we're wrong. Okay. It's three, Keep going. It's three words that us as good Christian folk don't like to use. I'm wrong, I'm sorry, and forgive me. We don't like them three words because we think that shows weakness. But when you ask somebody to forgive you, you can admit when you're wrong, you are showing Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, love those that despitefully use you. But you can't mm -hmm. do it on your own. You got to do it through Jesus the Christ. He is the only way that we can do this. God have mercy on this segment, man. We got so many topics that we have uh, uh, that we have tapped on and I got plenty more but our time is brought up with yeah. this uh, our segment with uh, Dr. Walter Williams uh, and uh, I want you to uh, be able to get I don't know if you get it uh, your CDs online can they uh, not yet not yet well you know he come to the right place now God has a mission. I do this uh, for everybody to uh, get it around the world. And so you'll have this podcast, one of his first podcasts. Right now it's 24 minutes. So I'm going to put this up in his first podcast. And you'll hear for the first time uh, Dr. Walter Williams around the nation right here on Superman Radio 1 and 92 point. Uh, 3 FM out of Chicago. Give all you peeps out there in Chicago who's been waiting patiently and we're going to let you answer these questions. And we're going to be coming back with Lady Adora and Thomas Superman on the Thomas Superman Richardson 
morning show right here on Superman Radio 1. And we're coming back with more great stuff. So get you a snack. We'll be right back with more great music. Dr. Walter, I thank you, sir. We're going to be talking back. But right. give me a way that they can, if they want to get in touch with you. Uh, the easiest way is my cell phone number, 601-810-2530. Okay, so we're going to have that right here. To get in touch, you guys get in touch with Superman Radio once. Uh, you got me every day because, bang, you're always there, right here. I'm Thomas with more great music. Says when the wise men came to the place where baby Jesus was, it says when they 